Hey y'all, welcome to the first episode of Shut Up Candace. Um, I'm so excited to be recording this first episode. Um, but in all things, we're gonna put God first. So I'm gonna say a prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for giving me a mind to pursue a passion of mine. I know that anything I step into, you'll be right there by my side, leading and guiding me along the way. Let the words that come out of my mouth flow from you. Bless all my listeners and everything that they're attached to. Amen. Um, I'm a bubbly person and I don't like to be dark all the time, but this first episode, it may be a little dark to some. Um, so if you are a victim or if if molestation or sodomy and rape and things of, of that nature, those subjects, if any of that um, may make you feel uneasy, bother you, um, trick, trigger some PTSD, um, this, this, this episode is not for you. But if you want to share it, um, you still can because it may help someone in the end. Um, it's not completely dark. Some people may feel like it's dark, but um, to someone else, it may be informative. Um, so... I'm just going to jump right in. Um, For me, people that commit acts of sexual offense, I feel as if their their sentences is minimal and not taken seriously, especially like when you have these repeated or habitual offenders like I feel like they should not be released in months or weeks or just given a slap on the wrist or made to give an ID because they're out to harm someone else again um I know that hell even even drug dealers they'll give you life for selling drugs but take sexual offense lightly i understand that drugs do mess up homes and they do mess up lives believe me i know i am a product of um a child that had a parent that battled a drug addiction and wasn't in my life and some things may have transpired with me from that as well but hell you can be a drug dealer, get out of jail, get you a job or start a business and, and get out of that line of duty. But I feel like once you I, if you crave that's your sexual craving, your sexual craving is your sexual craving and it's going to stay there. But in, in that you satisfying that craving is it's killing a life because it's it's not physically killing a life but sometimes it's mentally killing it's killing a life mentally and to me it 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 kills a part inside of you and sometimes the worst part of it is the victim a lot of the times doesn't even know that that part of them has died um I previously worked at a mental health facility and many of those women suffer from long-term unresolved issues of rape and molestation. However, it wasn't just women. 
it were me it was men there that were victims of rape as well um imagine a man's state of mind and how it can alter his mental status if he doesn't know whether he wants a man or a woman because of events that have taken place in the past let's face it of course sex is pleasurable so if you're a child that's being fondled with for so long and a person is making you feel good as a child a small child you may not know that that is wrong but what but what about the person or once you get into a certain age you realize hold on something ain't right some, some something is not right with with that or if you you get if you get raped in 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 its penetration and you and you feel that 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 does something to your mind when you hold in those when you hold in those secrets sometimes it'll ultimately drive you i don't want to say the word crazy because i know it's deemed as derogatory now but that's that's what it can do to some people when you suppress those feelings for so long it's, it's going to eventually come out in some shape, form, or fashion. Um, it hurts even worse when it comes from someone that you thought you can trust, someone that you can, that you've been around, someone that you probably thought that was supposed to protect you. And the whole time, they're looking at you as prey. Um, I can remember the, the first time a man tried to touch me inappropriately like it was like he just you know for, for me i've always been me i'm i'm very loud and and kind of and outspoken i'm gonna say hey to everybody but shit you can't even say hey to everybody because for me as a child i was a child but i still had like like legs and hips and butt i'm i'm a child and i'm developing but i'm not thinking what i have that my body is attractive i wasn't looking to attract i was just still just being the bubbly person that i am and you know he would um just act like he was just so nice but the whole time he wasn't being nice. He was just trying to get me comfortable enough to be around him so he could try me. But for me, I, I, I just felt it wasn't right. I knew it wasn't right. So I just found solace in staying away. Because at first I thought that I'm, I'm an I'm a average dreamer. Like I dream and when I dream... It's like it's so real. So I was so confused on it first if it was really happening or if I was dreaming until one day I was awake. And I know I was awake. So I knew then that I had to I had to be gone. And so I did and I found solace somewhere else. But it was like everywhere else I went, like if I went to go chill with like if I would go with, with my sisters and them, it was it was like grown men over there too, still trying to make me have sex with them or just try to touch on me, just all that. But 
I, I wasn't having it. And to tell the truth, at that age, I wasn't even thinking about no, no, no dude. I wasn't thinking about having sex with, with no guy at all at that age. Hell, to be honest, I thought I was going to have me a girlfriend for the rest of my life. I was attracted to girls. I did not like men at all. I didn't find men attractive. I really wasn't just like, oh, no, boy, like, oh, he just cute. I did not want a boy at all. I, I didn't. Um, now, it's it, now being, you know, being, being gay or being LGBTQ, whatever community, like, it, it's, it's popping now. It's celebrated. It's out in the open. But back then, it was it was frowned upon back then. So I just, you know, then I was young. So I just kept my thoughts to myself. But after keep keep having to run away from men all the time. Like, I know one time, me and my sisters, we were just playing outside. And a guy, he he was like, um, do y'all know how to get some, somewhere? I think he wants to get to McDowell or something. And of course, we, us, it's three of us, we young, we to go tell him where McDowell was. And I, I'm looking and I'm like, he's moving. So he in the car and he didn't stop and he fucking masturbating in the car acting like he wants some motherfucking directions. But he was just trying to get off on us me and my sisters i remember this to this day he was in a little red pickup truck horrible so i just felt like i gotta take it up on myself um i gotta do something i remember watching that movie i don't know the name of the movie but the little girl with samuel l jackson it was i want to say they was in mississippi i don't know the name of the movie but she got raped and that's all i kept thinking about i was like Man, I can't keep running away. Some one of these days, somebody gonna get my ass, and I'm gonna be like that little girl. I'm gonna be beat up, and I'm gonna be screaming and hollering. And that shit gonna hurt me. So I gotta go ahead and, and uh, lose my damn virginity. So they won't have me screaming and hollering and hurting like that little girl was. That's the only thing that was on my mind. So. Of course, if you a girl, hell, it's easy to find somebody to have sex with you. So me, me and this guy, we started having sex. But hell, he was older than me too. I know I was, I was about to be fourteen, and I know he was probably like seventeen, eighteen. But after that, hell, I guess he was just my little old boyfriend. Well, he wasn't no little old nothing. But me and him, we just, we just started, you know, like kicking. And I thought I was some because he had him a car, and We'll get in a car and he'll take me to the store, bring me something to eat. Child wasn't doing shit, girl. Wasn't doing myself nothing, honey. But, hell, that even made it worse because once people start figuring out that me and him would be gone at the same time, and they putting two and two together, like, they always gone at the same time. Hell, it made it even worse because then they really, the dudes, the people that I already had been pushing off of me, that made them try to come on to me even stronger. And I had to even um tell him, I was like, why such and such is uh coming over here saying something to me, really trying to 
mess with me now because they know that me and you be ducked off sometimes together. And they really feel like, well, if you uh you over there, you be gone with um, you be gone with him all the time, you be gone with him all the time. It don't it don't fucking matter. It it don't fucking matter at all. I'm still not finna go away with you. And then y'all was old and fucking dusty and crusty and all that fucking shit. Like I literally, literally like was fighting off motherfucking hounds every fucking where I went. And I was 13, 14 years old. And so I left from over there. I was like, shit, I'm going to go to the hood where I know it's all good. So I end up going to um to Georgetown and hanging out with my partners over there every 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 weekend. If my sister and my brother left the house on the weekend, I was leaving the house on the weekend too. And I'm I'm finna be gone. So then I seen one of my childhood friends. We hadn't seen each other since we was like probably about eight, nine, ten years old. And we seen each other this one particular day. And I guess he I grew up and I look good to him and he grew up and he looked good to me. And I started spending my weekends over there with him and I wasn't worried about nobody bothering me with him. Cause then nobody bothered me with him. I, I actually went over there and we a chill. Hell, I was I was I was smoking weed faithfully by the time I was fucking 12. I I'm, I'm pretty sure. So we'll sit over there. I get high. And me and him will get high. We'll play around, probably go swimming. But I wasn't worried about nobody trying to rape me or nothing or mess with me or nothing. It was just I felt I felt I was I was safe. And he was going through shit at home too because he was a crack baby and his grandma was raising him and she was older. So he really just was out here living free. And I was out there living free with his motherfucking ass on, on, on the weekends. On, on the weekends. On, on the weekends. I'll be like, I'm told, I, well, I was spending the night in my um in my friend's house. My mama knew where I was. But we'll be outside because they was older than me. We'll be outside and I'll be outside. We'll just be gone all motherfucking day. All motherfucking day. All us together. It wasn't like it was just me and him. It was like a it was like a click of us. And but by the time we were 15, we ended up having a baby. By the time I was 16, he ended up going to jail for two years. And that was the end of that relationship. But after that, I felt as if since I had a baby and all these people were trying to do shit to me. I did not want no boyfriend no more. I was like, I don't want to be with nobody. You can't pay me to be with no fucking body. I end up being with somebody not healed and, and shouldn't have hand, didn't deal with none of the shit that I had been through. And got myself in a relationship as a teenager. Uh, again, went straight out of one relationship to another relationship. And when I should have been somewhere sitting my motherfucking ass down and getting some damn counseling, I wasn't doing nothing about hurting people. I hurt so many people. 
because I I hadn't got over my my past. Like I heard so many dudes. All it took for them to do something to me one fucking time. You do something to me one time, I'ma drag that shit out. I don't care if you do the smallest motherfucking thing to me. I feel like I got to go grandiose on your ass. I got to show you that I'm big dog. And God damn it, don't fucking play with me. Because I'm not going to play with you. But I, I shouldn't have been thinking like that. I shouldn't have been doing it. Um, As of now, j- just the other day, I realized I was like, Candice. You letting people that ain't even thinking about you affect your life and your decisions now. You letting the people in the past dictate your present and your future because you ain't let go. You got to let that shit go. Um, I'm, I'm always a jokester. Like, if I say something to you and you laugh, oh, baby, you hooked. I feel like you hooked. I'm going to sit up there and tell jokes all motherfucking day long because Bernie Mac raised me, honey, and shit, that's what got me through a lot of shit. Listen to listen to Bernie Mac, watching Bernie Mac, so baby, I'm, I'm going to sit down, baby, and I'm going to talk my shit. So I had, I it was this one little dude uh, around the way, you know, we was cool, we used to always we'll sit outside it'll be a a group of us but he used to always be so quiet but he would laugh at my jokes he would always laugh at at my jokes but um one day we was it was on social media it was like a little public figure in our community and it was just coming down my timeline everybody timeline everybody posted me the man was murdered and i was like dang what happened to him? Who would kill him? He was so sweet. I got pictures with the man and everything. He was always so nice and sweet to me all the time. What the hell was going on? So I I don't know how long it took after that. But whenever they found the suspect, it was the dude that used to sit on the porch with us. And I'm like, damn, that nigga was always quiet. Why the fuck did he kill this man? And this man was always so nice. I could not put two and two together. So somebody that is somebody that's close to him and close to me, they was like, girl, you won't believe why he killed that man. He killed that man because he used to mess with him. He used, I don't know if he if he penetrated or he was just funneling him or if it was sodomy or what or what it was. I didn't I didn't ask no details. And I'm pretty sure they didn't have no details. But that's probably why that man was quiet all the time. And he was just sitting there thinking about it and just thinking about it. And then like I said, like he was like a public figure in the community so i'm pretty sure he'll be on social media and people will post pictures with the man and he's seeing his man it's probably just bringing back memories bringing back memories because he like i said he probably be fucked up because he don't know if he want a man or a fucking woman <laughs> who knows or maybe he was thinking he was saving a child from being fucked up like him who fucking knows but all i know is the man did what he did and he did it because he ain't let that hurt go he ain't let that hurt go you gotta fucking let that hurt go that hurt will like i said that fucking hurt holding on to that hurt 
it will make you make decisions that you wouldn't even make in your rational mind. Like, I can be sitting here thinking that I done let go of a lot of shit, a lot of shit. But if I smell a smell, if I hear a song or see something on TV, or if you talking to me and you use a certain tone with me, even if I'm if like if I'm fucking with you and I'm fucking with you real tough and you say something to me or certain, if you say like certain words to me, they'll be like I'll be in the present. But as soon as I hear that in my head, it's like I get a flashback and this shit just clicks to something else. And I know that I ain't right, but hell, that's just that's just, that's just what happens to me sometimes. And I had to realize it because I ain't let that hurt go. I walk around like I be tough because to me, shit, I am tough because I, I can't take a lot. But it's a lot of shit I ain't deal with. I go to therapy a little bit. Then I'm like, oh, shit, I'm cured. And then I forget everything she said. So I think I need to start back going to therapy and might end up having to go for the rest of my damn life because, child, every time I go and I think I'm all right, shit, I don't be all right. But people don't let, let go of their hurt and people just do terrible ass shit to you. I remember it's working at another facility and it's families. When I say families, I mean families that are a product of incest. Like where the daddy, granddaddy, uncle, somebody, he didn't had sex with probably one little girl or a few little girls in the family. And had babies, multiple fucking babies. Like after the first child, when that first child came out there like that, and he should have been like the fuck up. Ain't no way he shouldn't have been allowed. They shouldn't have been allowed because it was more than one man, because it's more than one family. They should not have been allowed to have multiple children by a family member. And all of those children, Lord bless them. They um they have s- severe disabilities behind it. Your chromosomes are too much alike to mix. But he was they wasn't thinking about that. They were just thinking about getting off. But imagine those girls. They not even they probably wasn't wasn't even leaving the house. Probably just at home getting knocked up by granddaddy, daddy, brother, whoever he was. Probably just getting knocked up by them. And then me, I know I'm nosy. If we go to school every day, and you know, you know the family that's down the street, they be like, well, they don't never go nowhere. They just be at home all the time. Then she comes to school, she pregnant. Oh, I see her in the grocery store, she pregnant. I'm nosy as hell. I'm like, girl, who your baby daddy is? That girl probably bust out fucking crying because she, her baby daddy is her daddy or granddaddy or whoever. Like, shit like that is real. That shit like that is real. And but them babies, they well, they not even babies because they older than me. But they mind state are like babies, but they so sweet. But it's like, you know, you know what they're a product of. And you know that a lot of it could not have been consensual. It it, it could not have been. So imagine having having your babies and you loving your babies. You loving your babies, but they by somebody that supposed to be protecting you. That shit fucks you up mentally. Mentally.
being violated makes it hard for you to live in the world if you don't let it go. Um, I used to see people and be like, why did bitch always mad? Why she always got an attitude? Life, it, it can't be, it can't be that bad, even though if it is that bad, you don't have to walk around like that. But starting last month, because before then, I used to, oh, I used to, oh, Lord. I used to be like, oh, Lord, if I see her outside of this job, Lord Jesus Christ, please hold me down. Because I don't know what I might do. But, like, it's a lady that I work with, and y'all, for a year and a half, that woman has been the nastiest person to everybody. Not just me, everybody. She always so nasty. And she was so nasty to me one time last month, y'all, I had to go in the room and cry because I wanted to hit her that bad. Now, I know that might be a part of me and, and me having an anger issue, but I promise y'all, it is not. Like, she just, she just so nasty. But I found myself in that room praying for her because I was like, I don't know what it is that she went through or what it is that she has experienced that got her so hard that makes her have to be so mad like if you you can if you could tell her hey how you doing you got um you looking cute today your hair cute today she got that too about you compliment her i ain't never seen no shit like that in my life but i i just had i just found myself praying for her last month and because i don't know what that lady went through i ain't no telling what she went through I, I don't, I, I don't, I don't know. Um, I know every everybody has something that that's deep and dark and just makes them mad. But you gotta try not to get mad. You you gotta you gotta get your problems to God. You got to. And babe, I know it's easier said than done. I, it is hard. It it is hard. It is, but it is doable. It, it is fucking doable. I just feel as if we got to try to be stronger. And it's hard to be strong at times. Especially when you be alone with your thoughts. Because it's easy, like, when you around a group of people, you on the phone with somebody, somebody saying, sis, I'm here, or bro, I'm here, or whatever, but everybody go to sleep. Everybody have a long time, so when you alone, and you just with your thoughts, and them thoughts just racing, race through your head like speed of gun silence, just ping, 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 and you don't know what to do at times. You don't know whether you want to go do something to that person. You want to do something to yourself. Sometimes you just want it to be over with. So you won't think about the what if, what if, what if, or moving, or what's going to happen going forward. Will I mess this up? Will I do something to this person? Will I forever be triggered? Will I forever be will I be able to smell this smell and not feel some type of way? Will I be able to 
hear a song and not break down. Would I be able to watch a movie and make it through the movie without cringing or turning away? Like, it's hard, but you you got to find the strength to move on. You got to find the strength to move on. Um, I know another guy. I love him dearly. Love him. Love him like a brother. And I didn't find out till we were older that he was being raped by a guy. And a guy that we we knew. Somebody that we trusted. 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 Um... I, I, I'm not going to say no names, and I know some people might be mad when they hear this, but I really don't care because it fucking happened, and, and, and it did, and he was wrong, and now, now the guy that was the victim, he's not right. He's addicted to drugs real bad, and I know some people kind of judge him on it, but I don't know what he going through. We don't know what he going through, what's going through his mind. Like, he want to like girls, but probably just can't fully like girls. He probably did like the feeling that the guy was giving him when he was younger. And, you know, you, you grow up and, you know, especially like when you grow up in the hood or you grow up, you know, for some reason, if you grow up in the hood or if you grow up privileged, you kind of want to be on the other side. So for me, I grew up looking and watching. And I'm thinking like, dang, they live a good life. They be happy. They go to church. They, you know, they live a fucking good life. A good ass life. Not knowing the hurt and the pain that this man was going through at that time while we was young. And like he he didn't ask me a couple of times for some he didn't ask me a couple of times for some money to get the to get drugs, but it's like what what do you do? You don't wanna you don't want him to continue this habit, but for me in my mind, I know why that man on that dope like that. I know I know it's because. That's how he's coping with being raped repeatedly by a dude. I know it. I know it is. It, it can't. It can't be nothing else. I just. I just hate. I just hate that for him. And I pray that one day that he could come to terms with what happened, and he can know that he don't have to keep living like that because of something that somebody did to him because the person that did it to him he, he he passed away somebody murdered him don't know why he got murdered but they did but i, I just know that some i just know that she physically kill you like look at gabrielle union she had to go get a surrogate because somebody raped her 
and now she can't have kids but she do she got her little baby you know some some people like to love the fact i know that they do that we have modern day technology like back in the day you wouldn't be able to have a child but now like due to surrogacy in the um in vitro now women can have babies which is i'm so i'm so happy for them i am so happy for them some some people just satisfied with that you know some some women still feel like i want to feel the baby kick i want to i want to have more no you don't sis you don't want more than sicknesses it's if you ever um had a bad hangover well, morning, my morning sickness was for nine months. So it was like I was hungover for nine months, sis. And you get to keep your body. So, um, surrogacy is, is great. It's great, honey. Um, but we got, we got a, We gotta get over it. I, I just um I didn't fucked up so many relationships in the past because I let that shit have power over me. But you gotta pray to God, you gotta fast. In this particular in but this particular week, I just been hearing like I always Every every morning now, I I use profane language. I eat seafood. I eat bacon. I drink. I got children out of red wedlock. I have premarital sex. So I'm no way, no shape, form, or fashion judging nobody, trying to preach to nobody, or acting like I'm holier than thou like i'm a preacher like i'm on a pedestal and i'm perfect because i do all that but i do take the time out every day to give time to god because i know he has helped me out of every situation bad situation that i didn't been in and lately i've been praying and i've been asking him i was praying i was fasting and asking for answers and i listened to keon pastor banks sarah and Torrey, and everything i listened to even just with me talking to people and a word to come on every message was the same check yourself check you fix you you got shit going on with you that's the conclusion I got out of every message was to fix myself. Because I can say how fucked up a person is all I want to because I feel that type of way. Some of them be fucked up for real, though. I ain't going to even lie. Some people do be really having me fucked up. But I got to stop allowing people to have me fucked up because that's a form of power over me as well. But rather you are um, 
Whether your offender is alive, dead, in jail, but I highlight out there in jail, you got to work on you so you won't continue to let that shit affect your life. And when I say you, I'm not saying just you, hell, I'm talking about me too, because I can say this shit all day long. But if I'm not practicing it and I'm steady doing repeated behavior, it ain't working for me too. I'm just trying to figure shit out and talk the shit out to somebody. And I'm just going to talk to y'all and maybe somebody will have an answer and somebody will give me an answer or they have been through it and they can talk me talk me through some shit and help me heal as well because, yeah, I talk to God every day. And it worked. It has worked a lot because I have calmed down and slowed down a whole lot, a whole lot. I ain't perfect, but I done slowed down a lot. Um, God helping me through what I faced pray and do whatever I got to do but at the same time it's still comforting when you got somebody that has gone through the struggle with you and if they, they're sitting there in the flesh and they can speak and talk to you about what what they, what they went through because you don't want to be holding on to all that hurt people may come in your life opportunities may come in your life job opportunities Whatever, any something might come in your life, and you might fumble that blessing, and because of some shit that happened in your past, we can't let our past events control our destiny and our blessings. Now, I'm not making excuses. For my behaviors in the past because I did what I did and I did it intentionally but I'm just not understanding why I moved the way I moved for so long I understand why I had trust issues for so long I understand it hell I still might be a little fucked up I might do something fucked up tomorrow but all I can do is try don't nobody need to expect perfection from, from me. Because your ass ain't going to get it. No day. But I know I try. And that's all I can do. Um, I know it was a real first episode. But I hope it helps someone. Even if it's just one person that it might help. Um, tune in next week with another episode of Shut Up Candace.